Hey guys, it's Brooke Taylor. Welcome to our first episode of 2024 Inside Renovation. We're so excited today to talk about our goals and sort of how the beginning of this year has gone so far. We're going to hit on 21 days of prayer and fasting, how that went for Pastor Cody and his family and what he's believing for for 2024. Before we kick things off today, we got to talk about this new setup. Let's go. <laughs> the official inside renovation. I podcast. feel like it's maybe looked a little um, bit different here and there, yeah, but uh, this is the sure. this is the new place. We even got our own sign and everything. That's right. I feel official now. 2024, we're on the come up. Like this we, year. <laughs> hey, we are doing it big this year. We are not winging this thing. Nope. We got a new space. Yeah. It's gonna be cool. So you'll get to watch these episodes uh, every single time from right here. Right here, our new studio, That's and right. we're just gonna go ahead and kick things off. Goals for this year, 21 days of prayer and fasting. Let's talk about it. Let's do it. Can I first say just congratulations? We made it through 21 days of prayer and fasting. We have. You did it. We did it. It was hard, but we did it, right? That's right. <laughs> it was a struggle. I mean, I, that's kind of where I want to go with this because I feel like when you're put as a pastor of a church, right? Everybody thinks that you do everything so great and perfectly and everything's yep. just like awesome and easy for you, which is quite literally the opposite. Correct. So tell me Especially about- Especially during that time. Tell me about your uh, 21 days of, fair, of prayer and fasting and kind yeah. of the journey of of how it went for you, like, yeah, honestly. For sure. So as a church, and it personally, obviously, we went through the book of John during our time of, of 21 days. And so a chapter a day, read that every day. I was faithful, consistent. I mean, I've read John like 55 times probably, <laughs> but I've read it again. Just counting. Read it again, preached through it, you yeah. know, all that stuff. Really, 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 uh, really enjoyed it. And so... Uh, as it pertains to fasting, one of the things that I like to do is kind of a progressive fast. It's kind of my own made-up method where it gets a little bit more challenging each week. And so maybe the first week, like I cut out red meats completely, mm -hmm. right? Second week, it's like, all right, I'm cutting out red meat plus sodas and sugar drinks and any other thing that you may enjoy when you're just chilling at yeah. home. You know what I'm saying? And then the final week, it's like I'm cutting out all like solid food except for like protein shakes type stuff. And then at dinner, I can only eat like grilled, healthy, baked meals, like no yeah. Chick-fil-A, though you tried to bring me some today. <laughs> uh, I'm still like not, I'm not back yet. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, uh, so the fast itself went really well, but the purpose of it, right, mm -hmm. is to really get disconnected from the world so you can connect with God and I really love that time of the year, and it is a routine. Like some people are like, oh, y'all just kind of do that. It's like, yeah, because I want to start my year with God, and I want to start yeah. my year with vision. And you see that um, when Daniel does that, like you go study the book of Daniel, whether that be you know the front of Daniel or Daniel 10, where he does fast for 21 days and takes a, takes a break from eating specific types of food where we get our Daniel fast from, um, you see that at the end of that, the clarity, the vision, the strength – that Daniel had. And so that's why we do it, right? Yeah. So for me, um, just to walk away from that time with clarity and um, and just believe in God for things that really stretch my faith this year. What I'll also say on the other side of that, so there's a lot of it that went great, and we can dive more into that, mm -hmm. um, and maybe what some of those things look like. But the challenge is, is like, yo, I get attacked mm -hmm. spiritually in 21 days, more yeah. than any time well, of Well, I mean, that I specific mean, example, I'm like, hey, you want Chick-fil-A? And you're like, ugh, ugh, like, I'm still not done. <laughs> yeah, but like, I'm talking, I don't want to make everything like overly spiritual, but the the spiritual warfare that happens in 21 days, maybe for everybody, I just can speak for myself and my family, mm -hmm. is the real deal. Oh, and I'm not saying sure. like, 
there's a devil under every rock or anything like that. I'm just saying, like, I'm talking about sickness after sickness after sickness after, like, you know, snowstorm that puts you out and kids that are sick or whatever. And I'm not saying the devil called everybody get the stomach bug. That's not what I'm saying. (laughs) Yeah. What I am saying is, like, the ability to focus and the ability to be in the right headspace, to write sermons, to lead a team, to lead a church— and get the year started off on a right on the right foot. I'm like, yo, can we just do January over? Like, mm-hmm. January gave me 2020 COVID vibes. Yeah, like I don't know about you. It really but did. It, I'm just like, are we back? Like, are we back in 2020? Like, that I want to start over. That full week yeah. of like kids not being in school, oh, everybody can't work. Like, it really did take you back to yeah. those isolating where I'm like, yeah. I haven't left my house in five days. That's right. Yeah, everything is not okay. And we had to do yep. church. We did church online, yep. and I was like, yo. I know that this parking lot is covered in ice, but the idea of having to preach to an empty room, looking at a camera as if there's people there and I can see you on the other side, I'm like, I got to get some people in the room. Thankfully, we had like 150 (laughs) people show up in the room still. Everybody in Sumner County that had four-wheel drive showed up. That's right. You know, (laughs) but it was just like, man, like it... It's challenging. And and I I think it... um, I think it created this like at least for me, of like the need for community. Mm -hmm. Jessica and I are so like busy in this phase of life, as everybody is. I don't mean to make ourselves sound more busy than or whatever, but with like leading a church, just being part-time at the church, but also being part-time nurse practitioner downtown, Mm -hmm. doing a podcast, uh, preaching week in and week out. Now Tatum is starting sports. I was going to say, plus being a parent. Schedules, three kids. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like, you know, the last thing we're like, on our schedule, it's like, oh, we want to join a group, but we don't feel like we have time to join a group. Right. But man, like that week, like Jessica and I literally looked at each other like, we got to figure out how to get in a group. Yeah. Like we just do. Like we yep. need community because it was so isolating for those five days again. I'm like, I don't like, it's like the thought of like, but what if we lose everyone again type vibe? And, yeah, you yeah. know, I'm just like, man, we really do need each other. And I think that that was one of those things I walked away with from the 21 days of like, we really need people. Yeah, 100%. Um, and then also just what it did for my faith, especially gathering from like six at 6 a.m. Monday through Friday to see people come in and pray and believe God and get open and get honest. It just was like, man, I didn't sign up to start a Sunday service. Like we decided to plan a church and yeah. a church is more than Sunday morning. And so mm-hmm. to get to see people like sacrificially, and I know that sounds like that's very first world problem kind of thing, like mm-hmm. oh, such a sacrifice to get up at 530 to get to prayer. But like to get there at 6 a.m. when you got kids, you got to get to school or work or whatever. Like I brought Truett yeah. multiple times and he's sleeping in his car seat or people are rocking him or I'm walking around praying. Like yeah. there's just that like sacrificial component. Um that desperation, and and I've said this before, but like desperation is the door that breakthrough walks through. Yeah. And I believe it. Like mm-hmm. if you want to see breakthrough in your life, it's going to require a desperation from you. And I think that that's really the beautiful thing about, yeah, the 21 days at the front of the year. I love that you brought up the fact that it's spiritual warfare and kind of that thing, because during my experience of the prayer and fasting, I kept having these crazy nightmares. Okay. And it was like, just like really random things. And it always had to do with my daughter. And like, I've shared with you and like, we've finally announced it, but like, we're having another baby. And I was like, You haven't announced on the Inside Renovation podcast. I have not announced it on the The podcast. The last time we recorded though, you dropped that bomb on us. I did. I told you you just that day. That's right. But I feel like it was just kind of like the enemy trying to steal the joy of like this this great new season we're walking into that we've been praying for. And it's just like, 
I feel like the enemy really knows when you're trying to fine tune your Jesus That's details, right. he's like trying to get all up yep. in there. And it's That's crazy. Right. It is. It's like, I don't know. But then, like you said, breakthrough happens yeah. once you like, you start hearing from God more clearly. And yep. it's just like those moments. Like I remember waking up several nights at like three or four in the morning, mm. my heart's beating so fast. And then yeah. I spent an hour in bed praying because yep. I'm like, I need to go back to sleep, yep. you know, lose peace over me, like all this right. stuff. And then like, it's like you hear from God in those moments so clearly. So yeah. I'm like, yeah, sure. Thanks Satan yeah. for waking me yeah. up. But like, now I just got yeah. some Jesus time in, yeah. you know? There's a part of me too that like I... I don't enjoy it, but I do enjoy it to the point I don't want it to end. Like yeah. I kind of get legit, like sad withdrawal of like, ah, <laughs> like I kind of miss getting together at 6 a.m. and starting my day that way because yeah. you you don't leave times like that being like, you know what? That sucked. I hated I do that today. Yeah. I hated it today. You know, it's like, <laughs> but every other day you wake up and it's like, we don't start our days well, right. you know, and we don't start our years well. Here's February. Mm-hmm. And I got a couple of best goals that I've already gotten, and I'd love we a restart. You know yep, what I'm saying? Yep, but yep. but it's like I, I loved getting to start those mornings off. And I think the whole purpose of it is, and we do it for 21 days, because it's like apparently that's what it says, at least to start a habit, to right. get it going, to finally get into a flow or a rhythm. And so the hope is is that you're able to spend that type of time with God uh, daily, but man, I love doing it with people. Yeah, and there's a part of me that doesn't. Part of me is just like, oh, I'm good. Like I just, I need mm-hmm. my time for myself. Well, yeah, you're. But you're there's a time. point where it's kind of like, hey, I got to remember that, like, I may have a personal relationship with God, but my faith isn't private. Mm-hmm. And there's a part of it that needs to be shared. And that's where healing happens is totally. in community when you start confessing what's going on in your own world with other people, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, crap, you deal with that too. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Everybody let's, knows. Let's do it yep. together. That's exactly. Right. Yeah. Well, we'll go to sort of the things that, you know, maybe those missed goals that we want to start over. Yep. We'll, we'll get to those in just a little bit. Okay. But I want to know about uh, your fast specifically. What did you fast from? Okay. So red meat. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> red meat. Mm-hmm. Um, I fasted from alcohol. Mm-hmm. Why? Not that I'm like, got a problem just to yeah. clarify. But um, I, I do that actually. Let me speak to that real quick. Uh, I do that because I want to make sure that I never do. So yeah. it's very preventative for me. It's very mm-hmm. like, I want to make sure that I, I don't rely on this in any way when I'm stressed out, when I'm tired. So anyway, front of the year, everything going on, perfect time to get rid of it, you know? Yeah, so, 100%. Uh, so red meat, because I am I eat red meat like every day, <laughs> like steak or burger or something. Mm-hmm. Like it's in my diet every day. So my cholesterol super high. So there's reason for that. <laughs> like an old man over here. I want to get gout again in my toe. You <laughs> gotta, know what I mean? Got to fast from the from the, the things making yeah, me it's feel a gout older. Fast. It's yep. a gout fast. I ain't getting that joker again. Uh, so red meat, alcohol. And then again, we kind of went that progressive way where then it was like sweets. And then it was like during the day, like two full like meals and then just switch to like a nighttime thing. Yeah. Um, and again, I do that because like sometimes you can jump into things like too hard and too fast. Mm-hmm. And, and you, it's almost you get to this point, like you have to prove yourself to do it. And I really think that a lot of the fruitfulness that's come from my life is not when I find myself like straining, like it's mm-hmm. sacrificial, but like, I don't want to have to strain to produce it. I just want to be go, okay, I'm giving this up and mm-hmm. I want to be able to replace that time with time with God. So, uh, yeah, that's, that was mine, uh, remove those things. And, um, I considered doing like a water only, mm-hmm. 
like no food, just being just extreme. around your Stanley but Cup. It's, just. it's just too, <laughs> like, it's almost too predictable for me. Because if yeah. you had to guess what I fasted from, mm-hmm. you would probably think I was probably pretty extreme. Yeah. But the reason I, I don't get super extreme is because I actually fast multiple times a year right. when our church doesn't. So, mm-hmm. like, it's a quarterly thing for me. Um, and so, yeah, that's what I felt convicted to fast from at the front. What about you? Okay, so mine was a little off, okay. I guess, I don't know, not off topic, but since we found out we were pregnant, my husband was like, okay, you can't go crazy on like fi- fasting sorts of food because sure. you never know yeah. like what you're going to be craving or that kind of thing. Right. So, you know, my life is like social media. Yeah. Literally everything is social media. And it's just like, you find yourself just like mindlessly scrolling, like at yeah. the end of the day. Right. And I really made intentional time to like fast, like it was like six o'clock. I think it was Andrew gets home around five yeah. thirty, yeah. like six p.m. till night, like till right. I go to sleep, like staying off my phone, yeah. staying off social media, yeah, it's great. and really just being on social media yep. for work when I had to, right. not just like on there all the right. time, sharing what I'm doing all day, like yep. I usually do. I yeah. was just very it's a partial fast. Yeah, it's a partial fast. Like people do that with food, right? Like yeah. I'm gonna skip lunch, but it's like it's for a period of time. Totally. So you just hit a partial fast from social media. That's yeah. a soul. That's a partial soul fast. Yeah, what well, I and it's crazy too it how like even how small that was, how yeah. big of a difference it made right. in our lives. Like how much faster I fell oh, asleep. It's gonna preach, right? There. You know, and just that's like it. how much less commotion I had of yeah. like comparing myself to other people yep. and things like that. I'm yep. just like, social media can really be a good thing, and I know we've talked about this on yeah. the podcast before, but it can also be such a toxic, yeah. just thing from the enemy that just feeds you lies and just makes you feel terrible. And I'm just like, so now it's just like, you know, I'm on my phone when I have to be, but not being on my phone has been such a big, I don't know, like a stress relief kind of thing where it's just been awesome. For sure. Where I'm not responding to texts like three or four days later. I'm like, sorry, I just really honestly haven't been on my phone. Yeah, it's good. You know, that's that you said it like, it's the small steps that make a big difference. And so yeah. I think sometimes we try to, again, we try to make these giant leaps, mm-hmm. like a leap of faith. It's like, ah, yeah. I think it would probably benefit you more, hence the goals I'm about to tell you I failed, <laughs> to just take smaller steps yep. rather <laughs> than I'm going to I'm gonna fast for all 21 days and do nothing but water. It's like, eh, and you'll probably end up in the ER, but you can do that. You know what <laughs> right, I'm saying? Yeah, it's like, yeah. or let's just take some steps in the right direction because the point yeah. isn't to even like prove it. The point is connection, yeah. right? So anyway, that's awesome. I'm proud of you. I was Thank thinking you. about, I was like, I bet you're going to say socials because I feel like I didn't see you posting as often as mm-hmm. you did. Not that you were like there was things that on I my had... feed all the time, but <laughs> right. like, you know, I know that's part of your role. There were job. things that I had to post for like work and stuff, Correct. but right. like, yeah, I was very, yeah. very off social media, which has just been Yo, such a... Now that I don't run our social media, my next fast will be social media. Yeah. Thousand percent. Are you scroll are you a scroller all the time? I'm a like Theo Von Real Watcher. Okay. <laughs> so you're just, hey Theo, if you're watching dog, come on the podcast. Come on, please. You can come on the podcast. It's fine. Uh no, I like mindlessly watch yeah. comedy reels. Okay. For and I will get lost in them. And then three hours go by and you're Yo, like, Where? I will look down. I'm like, oh crap, I've got to go to bed. And it's usually in bed. Yeah. Like it's like once Jessica and I kind of tell each other goodnight, you mm-hmm. know. It's like we're both kind of like, and I know it's probably not like the healthiest marriage advice. We'll talk about that next <laughs> podcast, but you know, uh, it's probably one of my red flags, but it's just like, it's the mindless, my job just requires me to think so much. Yeah. And like silence is deafening to me. Mm-hmm. And so it's you like- You did, you so, talked about how you hated quiet time. Yeah, man. It's like, it's, our, it's, yeah. it's a way for me to just like wind down and listen to somebody else talk. Mm-hmm. And I just get to laugh. Yeah. You know, and it's probably not the best things to laugh at, 
but it makes me laugh. Oh, and so yes. anyway, uh, yeah, I listen to, you know. All right. Shout out to Theo Vaughn. We're, uh, Theo. we're waiting for that, uh, that call that you want to be on the podcast. Just looking for Jesus, man. Just looking for <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Um, so how did the Lord speak to you during your fast this mm. year? I yep. know three yeah. weeks of, of yep. prayer and fasting, there's probably so many times where you're yeah. maybe in a gathering with everybody and he's yep. speaking to you for other people or yeah. specifically for yourself. Do you have any uh, things you want to share about that? Yeah, I'm in a I'm in a space right now where I'm really, you know, I preached a sermon in January and one of the things I talked about was finding your flow. Mm-hmm. And Every year I try to kind of revisit like the way I do things and how I do them and if it's efficient and if it's helpful. And so I think in this season, I've really tried to keep an open hand, especially during 21 days. I've kind of just been like, all right, God, whatever it is you put on my heart today, I'm going to lean into that thing Mm -hmm. and not follow so much structure like I typically would do. Like, oh, I got to write at this time from this time to this time. Um, And I've just allowed him to go, okay, this is what I'm putting on your heart. So one of the things that come to mind is like, uh, I we had a morning in 21 days where I opened up with Psalm 100, where it talks about entering his courts with thanksgiving and praise, Mm -hmm. right? And his gates with thanksgiving, his courts with praise. And I just like, my mind was flooded with things that I'm just thankful for. And so Mm -hmm. I just started out writing things I'm thankful for. And then it started, I started writing out things that like I praise him for. And I know that's very like simplistic, like it's mm-hmm. nothing overcomplicated, but then it turned into, I had Kyle, our worship leader, I was like, yo, don't put on like elevation or nothing right now. I just need you to hit the keys. Mm-hmm. I'm not a singer. If you've ever listened to the live stream, <laughs> you found this out. <laughs> We're working Nobody on it. Nobody even knows, but you're you're outing yourself right now. That's right. But, <laughs> but um, like writing and words and phrasing and hooks, like mm-hmm. that's my thing. So... I've always been intimidated by songwriting. Mm-hmm. And at the beginning of this 21 days, I just like God was stirring in my spirit, like, all right, y'all are ready to write your own music, period. Yeah. And I know every church kind of like aspires to that, but it was just like this deep conviction of like, I, I, come hell or high water, we're writing our own music, yeah. period. It's happening. Love that. So we're going to set a time on this calendar and we're going to do it. Well, this was off calendar and this is what I mean by flowing. And I was like... I, I, Kyle, I don't even know where this is going to go. I just need you to play something. And sorry, I sound like crap. I'm just going to sing what I hear. Mm-hmm. And so we just started like, I started sharing some things that God had put on my heart. And like, yo, four hours later, we basically have a song that's written that we'll release sooner rather than later, yeah. if we haven't already by the time this comes out. But um, yeah, so I think part of it is just like giving me uh, a fresh love and like I'm a creative. So giving me the space to just, create because mm-hmm. I think last year it's really I was really trying to find like my preaching rhythm and my preaching flow. And this year I'm trying to go more of like, you know what? It doesn't take me as long as it used to. Yeah. And I used to get so stressed before I would preach. Like I'm talking, I couldn't sleep good at night. You know, I felt like every word had to be like I had to know what know that I know that I know what I was gonna say or mm-hmm. I would just get like knotted up. And the past, like, I think every week in January, for sure, I walked on stage with about 80% of that sermon done. And it wasn't because of the lack of preparation. In fact, I overprepared probably. It was just of like, I'm just, God, I'm just going to trust you, you know, like, and there's a trusting in the process of writing. But then in the moment, it's like, I'm just going to trust you with this moment. Yeah. And then it's like the feedback I've gotten, and maybe because it's just new and it's January and everybody's excited. 
I've gotten more feedback on all of these when I've just allowed God to kind of take the parts of the message that I didn't really know what to do with. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've enjoyed it to the point I'm like, I wish that I would have done that series longer. I'm kind of mad at myself that we only made it four weeks. But when I set the series and planned my year, I didn't really know that it was going to be good. And I yeah. think it ended up being pretty pretty well received. And I know at least it spoke to me. So anyway, that's what God's been teaching me like in that. And then also like my word for the year um, is, uh, why, I'm like, why am I blanking? Intention, <laughs> it's being intentional, intentionality. Mm-hmm. And, uh, mm-hmm. and so I think... There's some real specific goals that I have about being intentional with my kids. Mm-hmm. Like Tatum's going to kindergarten in August. And there's just some things that like I, I go, man, as a dad, I need to make sure he te- I teach him that. And yeah. I have meant these memories with him before he goes to school. You mm-hmm. know, so like in my mind, I'm already going like, okay, as soon as it warms up, I'm taking him fishing. Like we got to catch catch some. He's been fishing before, but yeah. like let, me and him fishing. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, yeah. okay, we got to go fishing. Uh, we, mm-hmm. we signed him up. He's been playing basketball. Uh, we're signing him up for T-ball. So like s- basic stuff, catching a ground ball, throwing the ball, like that is what matters to me in this season more than more than like church ministry because that's my first ministry. Totally. And I just have to have those intentional moments with him specifically being the age he is. Mm-hmm. Not that Jet or Truett doesn't yeah. matter, but some intentional moments with Tatum uh, is what kind of I'm looking at for 2024. So I love that. Yeah. Intentional time is so important too, not just for family, yeah. but like so many aspects of your yeah. life. So I love yeah. that you can kind of like take those, yeah. but then also like specifically dive in like, yeah. this is what I want to do intentionally right. with yeah. blank. Well, everybody has their love languages, right? Yeah. But I don't know anybody that doesn't appreciate quality time. For sure. Like when you look at the five love languages, right? Like quality time's the one that's kind of like, ah, uh, it may not be the number one way, but it is the it is the second way. If it totally. ain't the first way, because it's like- Without relationship and quality time in it, what's the point of the other ones? Right, 100%. Get me, buy me things, serve me, talk to me, touch me. Yeah. But if me and you ain't connecting at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> you it's can't like, get mad at quality time no, for sure. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, you can't get mad at quality time. So yeah. that's where I'm like, all right, I'm getting intentional with quality time in 2024. I love it. Yeah, it's a very broad goal because then I can get more specific as I need to. <laughs> totally. Yeah. And you can get, it, like you said, like specific... Yeah. As as the right. you know the hills and the valleys come, yeah. you can you can decide how those go. Yeah, let's talk about your missed goals. I know we kind of oh talked about how yeah. we all have you know those things in January that we decide yeah. we're going to do. I have fit, look, and I'm disciplined too, and mm-hmm. I'm mad at myself for it. I had the like fitness goal, like yeah. oh here we go, mm-hmm. time to cut, let's yep. rock. You know what I mean? Like I'm gonna take my shirt off in the summertime, and Babe's gonna be like. Hey, when I say babe, I mean my wife. Like she's gonna look at me like, all right, you yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. And I was like, I'm getting back. I'm yeah. getting back. Man, I didn't work out, but like twice in all of 21 days. Yo, got this got the flu. Yep. Got made probably COVID, the stomach bug, mm-hmm. like for three days, puking my I lost 10 pounds. I mean, but not from working out. So God's <laughs> like, oh, oh, you want to lose some weight? I got, I got you, bro. You, you know what yep. I'm saying? Like, yep. it ain't going to be how you thought it was going to be. So the fitness goal wrecked. Yep. I mean, just straight wrecked. So we're going, we, we're hoping February is a stronger month in that department uh, for sure. Like, yeah. 100% is going to be. But what? I will tell you that same fitness goal. I was like, okay, I'm going to work out three days a week. It's going to be awesome. And then yeah. like this pregnancy nausea was like, no, you weren't. That's right. Yep. Just, I was like, I think I spent more time January horizontally than I was vertical. Yeah. Like just oh, laying on the sucks. couch. I'm just like sick. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? Yeah. Maybe this is. I hate being sick so much. It, it really. Derailed. 
it derails it everything. Bad. But then I found myself in like a downward spiral. I'm mm-hmm. really like, I, and it makes me mad because I used to not be this way. Mm-hmm. Like I prided myself with like discipline. It's like I can eat grilled chicken, rice, and, and broccoli every day. What is it? And my husband like, says, I, he says functionality over taste. And yeah, I'm like, nope. I, I, and I could do that but, <laughs> yeah. I, but for a long time. But, yo, I just love Chick-fil-A, mm-hmm. you know, and I love Chipotle. Like, yep. oh, and so, yeah, those goals are, are not really, um, that's not really doing too hot right now. Well, but, but we're going to work on it. I was like, here's the thing. Like you, you were talking about earlier about like your prayer and fasting goals. Yeah. Same with fitness goals. Like yeah. you, you can't overdo it. You got to set it. those really small reachable yeah. goals. And, then and just, that's what I did. Yeah. But I still felt <laughs> <laughs> just get in the gym and break. My, my goal literally. So my goal was, it wasn't a weight goal. Uh, my goal was to get in the gym mm-hmm. six days a week and sweat all six times. Got it. Just sweat. Mm-hmm. That's it. I just want to sweat. Because mm-hmm. last year, I sweat like three times in a year. <laughs> there was zero sweat. I don't understand I just how guys wanted some like glisten on the head. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I was like, I just didn't work out hard. Like mm-hmm. I'm in there, you know, doing a couple curls, doing a couple squats. And then it's like, oh, I'm good. I'm on my phone writing. Mm-hmm. So the other part of that too is, is like part of the rhythm that I've I've not done well at is I don't like... I, I, the hardest thing for me is when I haven't written a sermon yet and trying to spend time with God and not letting them cross over. Mm-hmm. And then the problem is, is the gym wakes my brain up. So then that's when I write. Like yeah. you wouldn't believe how many sermons I've written on a bench, making some old man mad because I'm in his way. Like I'm for real. Every, <laughs> so, you you gonna work out today? Oh my bad, man. Sorry. And like I'm usually the guy that's like, bro, hurry up. Mm-hmm. And then but, you're the guy. Yeah. Who so I made this like, all right, I'm not gonna write in the gym. Yeah. Yeah. Don't work. I mean, listen, if that's your space. If I hit that sauna, bro, it's like my brain is like, I walk in the gym. I'm like, the gym does not signal like work out. The gym signals like. Right. Yeah. Like it's like I gotta get out of it, you know? And so sounds like we need to get you an at home gym, man. <laughs> I, well, we got a church gym. Okay. So there's progress there. But I needed I need an at home sauna. That's okay. what I because man, if I sit in that sauna, I do sweat. And mm-hmm. that's like a little bit of a cheat code of like I gotta sweat every day in the gym. Yeah. But like if I get in the sauna, I'll sweat, but I will write for hours and I can just sweat my tail off writing. There you go. So I need a personal sauna. So if you got one. An infrared sauna. An infrared one. Throw it over Hit our me way. Up. If you want to donate it, you can donate it. <laughs> if you just want to pray for your boy, you can do that too. <laughs> I want to go back to something you said kind of at the beginning of the All podcast. Right. We were talking about, you know, the 21 uh, days of prayer and fasting yeah. and how you do it quarterly. Yeah. Um, I think it's such a misinterpreted thing when people think of fasting that it has to be at the beginning of the year. And then if you miss that 21 days, mm-hmm. then it's kind of like, I know yep. people will feel guilty or they yep. didn't finish and yep. they feel guilty about it. Speak to doing it other times of the year and yeah. how it like it doesn't have to be January first. Yeah, <laughs> if I have a if I have a like a decade defining decision mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to like the church or something for my family, whether it would be selling our home or whatever it may be. For instance, me and Jessica almost sold our home back in 2020, right before the pandemic happened. Good thing we didn't, right? <laughs> but at the time, at least. Uh, but that came on the back end of fasting. Mm-hmm. And so when I have big decisions to make, it's like I'm going to pull away and make sure this is not just ambition, a feeling. I'm going to pull away and go, all right, God, I think I hear you clearly on this, mm-hmm. but I need you to dial me in. So for me, like big times of the year, I always fast at the end of summer because it's it's just natural rhythm for me. Like school starting back, 
that's a, that's a high momentum season for church because it's almost like the front of the year again. Like yeah. we want to get back to church. We're back in rhythm. Summer's over. Kids are back in school. Let's get back in church and let's get back serving and stuff like that. So there's a lot of a kind of initiative into that swing of things, but also our anniversary comes at that time. Mm-hmm. There's typically always something big happening. So like we're purchasing land, we're building a building, like whatever it is. So yeah, I don't always do 21 days though. Like it may just be a week long fast. Mm-hmm. The shorter the fast, probably the more extreme I get. Yeah. Because I, I, I need to get to the point where I'm desperate. Like, uh, all right, God, this, it has to hurt me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like if it don't hurt, I'm, I'm not doing it right. So that's just how I roll. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's like, that's the idea of just like, God, I want to bring, come to a place where I'm desperate for your presence. Uh, I typically will do one again sometime later on in the fall. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I do one again right around Easter. Yeah. Um, whether it be before or after Easter, I kind of watch it because I've done the whole before Easter and then got sick and that's not fun. <laughs> so anyway, it, to me, it's just all about like when I need and have moments where I got to make big decisions or I'm struggling with something and I can't make a decision. Like sometimes I'm convinced that's what I do. And when I'm overly convinced, I'm like, uh, maybe pause. I need to hear from, yeah. yeah, maybe I need to wait. Or if I'm just like, God, I've wrestled with this and I cannot come to a conclusion on mm-hmm. what to do. Yeah. Right. I, it's, it's just like both feel right. I don't know what to do. It's yeah. like, all right, I'm fasting. Mm-hmm. Give me clarity. And God, if you don't give me clarity, I'm taking it as a no. So I will put like stipulations on that almost. Yeah. And sometimes like when extreme measures come, it's kind of like, and I've talked to a lot of pastors that are like wrestling with what to do here, what to do there, what job to take. I would say like, hey, I've put things in like, all right, God, I'm going to ask three people that I know will pray for me every day. And I'm I'm going to come to them at the end of this time. And I'm going to ask them, what do you think I should do? And if all three of them don't give me the same answer, I'm taking it as a no and I'm not moving forward. So God, oh, yeah. if I'm supposed to do this, give them the clarity as people on, like interceding mm-hmm. on my behalf and give me the clarity. And if everybody is unified, I got it. Cool. If yeah. it ain't, no way. Yeah, like I'm just going to take it as a pause. So mm-hmm. for me, that's kind of why that rhythm's there, you know? Yeah. And um, I, I think it's been a helpful one and it's just a part of like, it's just a part of keeping myself remaining or in tune with God. Yeah, I love that. And yeah. I love that. It's just kind of like those seasons where you're like, why? Or yeah. what's happening yep. kind of thing. Having that clarity yeah. and really opening yourself up right. to hearing from God in those yeah. moments, I think is so important for people to like yeah. really understand. It's not just a fancy, fun thing we do in the beginning right, of the right, year. Right, right, just right. to be, you know. Oh, every church does it. You know, <laughs> yeah. you know. The other thing is too, it's like you got to look for those seasons where you know you struggle. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, do like seasonal depression. Yeah. You know, I mean, Valentine's like, Day is coming up. Right. Relationships, Man. people are yeah. going to struggle with. There's the next certain week. times of years that if you know you have the tendency to make dumb decisions in, mm-hmm. or you're really lonely, or you tend to isolate, or whatever it may be, it may be a time where you go, all right, I'm disconnecting from anything and everything that's going to draw me away from God so that I can get yep. closer to Him. Yeah. So that's what I'd say. I love that. Yeah. All right. Well, to kind of wrap things up about um, our 21 days of prayer and fasting, let's talk about what you're believing God for um, through all of this Mm. and for maybe even the rest of the year as we kind of set ourselves up for the the Mm. new goals of February, if you will. Yeah. I'm trying to think about what I want to share publicly. Um, Because some of them are just one of those, like, I got to keep close to the vest right now. Totally. I'm believing that not only will we close on our land, but that we will start the process of breaking ground in, like prepping the site, site work, all of that stuff. Yeah. In in 2024, 
so that's the church-related goal. Like, I, I believe that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but I say that it's a goal because it's like, oh, wait, I thought we were already done. It's like everything's under contract. We're trying to, like, dot the I's, cross the T's. But things could still go wrong. Totally. You know, and um, we hit a speed bump, like, a couple weeks ago that we're having to work through. And we have, and we are. Um, but it's like the enemy don't want this to be our land. Nope. Like, this land has existed from the time God created it, and it's never had a church on it. You think the enemy wants a church on a hill mm-hmm. as soon as you pull into a city that's fast-growing in Nashville, Tennessee? Absolutely not. Yep. So, yeah, that's one of those things Like I'm believing God for. I think another thing for the church is I'm believing God for an album for our, for our church from this house, for our people, and beyond. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm, I'm believing that we do get that four-song EP out that we're wanting. Um I am, uh, and then I got some things like for um, our family, um, specifically like Tatum and Jet. Like one of the things, Tatum is super um, mellow and has maybe more of Jess's personality of like being introverted. And he's our feeler. He's our emotional one. Mm -hmm. Like Jet, he's like a wind-up toy. Like, (laughs) all right, go play. But Tatum's just very sensitive. Mm -hmm. And so I think with school starting up, it's a goal that I can't control, but that I have direct impact on, you know? And yeah. so for me, one of those things that I'm really believing God for in 2024 is that Tatum would find like three really good friends, little little buddies mm-hmm. that like he just loves, yeah. you know? And he has one that's like across the street. She's our neighbor. That's his BFF. You know what I'm saying? We mm-hmm. do life with Jack and Cherie. But I'm just praying because he's just not the type that's going to go out and make friends. And so I'm really trying to be intentional between now and then to, like, help him learn how to initiate Mm -hmm. and how to be a friend and make a friend. And so, yeah, that's one of those, like, I'm even scared to share because, like, that's a real personal one for me. Totally. but That's a close one for me because, like, I got a fear he's going to get bullied, Mm -hmm. you know? and. He's a pastor's kid. And like, I, I just like have all those stigmas that mm-hmm. come with that. And like, I don't want him to be the weird kid. And I don't want him, yeah. you know, it's like he baptizes his toys in the water. Most kids ain't doing that right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, so it's totally. like, he's not a weird kid. He is, right. but it's just like, I don't want him to be the weird kid. Yeah. And if he is the weird kid, God, I want the discernment to know he's the weird kid. So <laughs> then I can like help him not be the weird kid. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but that's one that I'm really, uh, yeah, I'm really believing God for this year. And another one is like, I, I'm really believing that this year God's going to make a way for Jessica and I to be more generous than we've ever been. Yeah. Like, I I mean, like God does something in my heart when I'm able to be generous Yeah, um, beyond what I think I can do. Mm-hmm. And so like, I have an idea. We have a plan. We know, I know what we're going to give this year and give you the number. Mm-hmm. But I just like, I'm just believing going, God, would you just make a way, not for me to make more money, but God, would you... Would you make a way for me to be able to be more generous? Mm-hmm. That might mean cutting back somewhere, or it might mean making more money so that I'm able to even give more, right? right? Like, right. I want to look back at the end of this year, the end of next year, and be like, man, like the the increase God gave me that I didn't see coming, I was just able to, we were able to give it away. We were yeah. able to invest it into something that matters more than us. And so those are some of my, my goals. 2024, though, <laughs> fitness goal. <laughs> I got to sweat six days a week. This. I got to sweat six days a week, but I don't want it to just be in the sauna because mm-hmm. that's cheating. 
but like you want to actually break a sweat. Okay, break a sweat in a workout six days a week. Ask me in a month. Keep me accountable. I got inside you. renovation. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, st- I'm gonna start a, a thread <laughs> with you and Jess and like make him go to the gym make, today. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, I hope that everybody watching inside renovation today kind of takes those things yeah. and we'll pray alongside of you and we're believing for all those things with you too. That's right. Yeah. Let's go.